0: And then we go into this basic anime trope of, I'm gonna do this because my dad told me. And I was just like, bruh, you don't even even know know your dad. He literally, your mom didn't even like you. Anybody could have showed up and been like, I'm your dad and you could have believed it. You know, like what? Hey you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku couple. I am Mrs. Otaku.
1: And I'm Mr. Otaku.
0: And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 24. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with the lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us.
1: Yep, so, what we watched this week, um, we actually watched a lot.
0: We did, we were really productive this week, you guys.
1: Yeah. I love that. Watching anime is productivity for us. Right? I know. Life goals is really working out. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, um, we have again increased the number of weekly anime we're watching. So
0: aren't you guys proud of us? Yeah. Because we used to be bench watching only, and now we're actually watching stuff weekly that... anime yeah. every day of the week.
1: Yeah. So it's it's awesome. But uh, first, let's get the regulars out of the way. So one piece. Well,
0: so. I beat you too.
1: Yes, she did. You beat me to it. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> Alright, so One Piece. Yeah, so, yeah. Um,
1: you don't remember the episode, do you?
0: It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've been reading the manga, so I'm like, well, what did happen? What do we actually see? But no, we saw the continuation of the fight between Luffy and Katakori. We also saw his training with Rayleigh two years ago. How he Basically, got his observation eye, and we also saw like a little snippet of Sanji and Pudding, you know, mm-hmm. and her be like, Sanji, San, you know, that was
1: yeah, yeah, always. that's that's what happened. And Luffy is he's getting ready to transform into Snake Man, and they kind of left us hanging because I really can't wait to see it in the anime. But it's just like, they were like, gear forth, Snake Man. He said the words, but they didn't actually like zoom out. So you could really see the differences in his body. Yeah, he's still like
0: covered in the steam and stuff from his hockey.
1: Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing Snake Man in the anime. I can't wait until next week. It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I actually like this part of the fighting with Luffy and Katakuri because Katakuri has finally acknowledged Luffy. And it's no longer just a one-sided beatdown, but it's like an actual fight because Luffy has leveled up to the point where he can actually land hits against Katakuri. And Katakuri is actually taking his fight against Luffy seriously. And so it's more of an even matchup at this point versus just like, okay, Luffy's got blown into another wall. Luffy got pounded to the ground. Luffy couldn't dodge all those hits. Luffy is just ge- getting the crap beat out of him.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, but now he's leveled up, so now it's like it's an it's a actual fight, and they're ready to duke it out for real.
0: Yeah, but one thing I did notice in the anime is when they showed, um, at, at the end of the episode, where they were showing um, Luffy going into Snake Man, they still had Katakori in the shot, and if you looked at Katakori instead of Luffy, his arms were shaking. Like, they're showing and kind of, I guess, foreshadowing that Katakori is getting tired, you know? like he's not just if he if he hadn't wounded himself in the stomach he'd probably still be you know ready to go but he did kind of give himself a fatal wound to match Luffy and the toll of it is they're kind of yeah. showing that in the anime now that yeah. he's getting tired
1: you'd have to think like would Luffy be able to win this fight if Carter hadn't injured himself because I don't think so I don't, but Carter Curry isn't Luffy's used oh. to getting beat up at this point where I think Katakuri probably hasn't gotten beat up in a long time because he can see the future.
0: Right. So I think that's the difference because in every fight that Luffy goes into, at some point, if it's a real fight, he he's on the losing end of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Even fights that he's not supposed to have a losing end to, like when he fought Usopp, like he wasn't supposed to like get touched at all. And I mean, but but Usopp he hit him with some stuff. But you know when Luffy decided to throw a punch it was over but you know
0: i think but i think that's a little bit different because the whole fight with Usopp was to show that i think that even though he's not as strong as the monster trio like he still is useful and if he fought seriously against someone it's like that's how he's made it this far he's not the strongest fighter but i think of the crew he is by far the smartest fighter Because one, he's not gonna run into anything recklessly, and two, he's going to play on the weaknesses of his opponent. And knowing Luffy the way he did, I think they just he wanted to show that, yeah, Usopp's not super strong. And in a straight up fight with Luffy, no, he's going to lose. But he could potentially cause some damage if he was fighting with his brain and he had the opportunity to. Like, if Usopp decided to, like, sneak attack anyone, I think he'd be dope at it. Because one, he's a sniper, and two, he's crazy smart and resourceful. Because think about it, Nami wouldn't be as powerful as she is if Usopp wasn't on the crew, because he's the one who makes her climb attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but, but that's...
1: That, that. That We got way off from this episode. Way
0: off. The point is, the fight with... Luffy and Katakuri, I don't think that Luffy could have won if Katakuri didn't wound himself, just because Luffy has come far with his observation hockey, but he's still not at the point that Katakuri is on.
1: Yeah, it's harder for Katakuri to concentrate with that with that giant hole in the stomach, you know?
0: Right, and I think, as you pointed out, like, he's just not used to being on the losing end of a fight. So, Luffy, it's like, once you're used to something, you have a greater tolerance for something. Mm. And Katakori just isn't used to getting hit and taking hits and being injured, like, fatally injured and seeing his own blood. And I think in Katakori's mind, he's not even used to acknowledging his opponent at this point anymore. He's just used to, like... Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Yep. And Luffy's not that. And I think that is also part of the reason that he can't concentrate as much. But we well, could probably talk all day about One Piece. If you guys are ever interested in just hearing us talk about One Piece, let us know and we might be able to whip something up for you.
1: Yeah, tweet at us. We'll tweet back if it's about One Piece. I guarantee it. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, Black Clover this week. Um, Black Clover this week was basically just a recap episode.
0: Not basically. It was a recap episode. And, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you have not seen Black Clover up to this point, and it becomes one of those things where it's like you know naruto or one piece and it just becomes a super long thing and you don't want to start at the beginning like you just want to start at the point that's like the meat of the story this episode episode 66 is the episode that you need to watch that needs to be your episode one and then you can go on with the i'm assuming it's going to be the rest of the series because it's a recap episode we meet we have the golden dawn trio um All I know is Yuno's name. Yuno, the girl who likes Asta, who is Noelle's cousin, and their little squad leader who is like, he tries to play it cool, but he's actually, like, Mm -hmm. really caring and cares about his team or whatever. They're basically studying up on the Eye of the Midnight Sun, and they go back all the way to the beginning to when the first guy showed up and attacked the Clover Kingdom all the way through their their fight with um
1: at the, at, at the witch's forest yeah
0: at the witch's forest so that covers the um the fight with yami when they were in that cave or whatever the fight with veto when they were at the underwater t- sea temple the fight with fauna and the witch's forest the magical stones and the explanation behind it yeah. everything yeah it covered
1: it covers everything um but uh
0: so if you haven't watched Black Clover, and you want to jump into it. Episode 66 is the way to go. If you have been watching Black Clover since day 1, skip over episode 66 because you've already seen it. Especially yeah. if in the distant future you're listening to this and you're binge watching, skip it.
1: Yeah, you can skip 66. Um Yeah, moving on. M- moving on to the anime for this season. Um, first up, we have the Rising of the Shield Hero, episode two. Yeah. Yeah. So. so.
0: It's so good. I love you guys. I am a sucker for main characters who are kind of douchebags, and <laughs> I just love characters who are not the typical "Ooh, I'm a good guy, and my moral compass always point points true north, and I never do anything bad." and Everybody just loves me, and I am a true essence of a hero. Like, this guy is not that. And I love that. I love flawed characters. So we have the main protagonist, the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero, right? At the end of the first episode, we saw him buying a slave girl. Mm -hmm. Well, this episode picks up with that. He does, in fact, buy a slave girl, you know as expected of anime he treats her pretty well he feeds her he gives her clothes gives her weapons
1: he also makes her fight
0: he also makes her fight and the thing about it is that you i guess when you watch it if you've seen enough anime with slave girls you kind of get this feeling of oh he's not actually going to be a slave master no the shield hero is a slave master he gives her orders and if she doesn't obey like She goes it, through
1: physical pain. It
0: causes her physical pain. And he has no qualms with giving her an, an order that she has to follow if he needs it to be done. Yep. And it's just kind of like that shows to me like this is not quote unquote real life. But if this is a real life or death situation, I don't have time for your moral dilemmas or I can't do this or boohoo. Boohoo, move on, do what I told you to do. And I love it because he has this moment where he's talking to the slave girl and he is like, I will take care of you, but don't misunderstand our situation. Yep. I am a shield hero. I cannot fight. I need someone who can fight for me. If you're not going to be that person, then I'm going to take you back to where I got you from and I'm going to go get somebody else. Yeah. And it's just like that kind of real talk, like. You're, I, I like you, but you're here for a purpose and don't forget it.
1: If you're not gonna serve that purpose, then then we gotta go our separate so ways.
0: He's like, I spent a lot of money on you. If you're not gonna do your job, then I'm not gonna keep you around. I'm not gonna keep feeding you and being nice to you. And you're not gonna help me when I need help. This isn't how this works. I'm not your parent, you know? Yeah. And that kind of real talk situation was just kind of like, yo, he, he he's real.
1: Yeah. And he's and not
0: a nice
1: guy. He's not, and I I like the girl too, even though she has that like squirmy attitude or whatever. Because I forget what they call the creatures. Um, a demi
0: human. No, not
1: not the type of creature she is with the type that they're fighting. That came from that comes from the waves or whatever.
0: Oh, know. the the monsters or whatever. I think yeah. they just call them monsters.
1: Okay, but um, anyway, uh, one of them killed her parents or whatever and she was all scared of blood and yada 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 but uh he gave her an order to to strike this monster when they were in this cave and she was like squirming out and not doing it and going through the pain and he was like you know what you don't have to do it or whatever and you know but it was like hey if you're not gonna help me get to my goal then that's when the whole peace out situation came
0: right like he was (laughs) bless you
1: Thank you.
0: Like, he was ready to follow through on what he told her. That's another thing I appreciated. Like, he said, if you're not going to do your job, then I'm going to let you go. And he gave her the order. Kill the monster. She was like, I can't. And he was like, you know what? It's fine. Don't worry about it. If I'll handle it. Leave. Just get out of here. Leave. Yep. And then that's when it hit home for her, I guess. Where he, she was like, oh, snap, he's really going to get rid of me. Like, I don't want you to leave. And, of course, you know, yeah. she warmed up and did her thing or whatever. Yeah,
1: she warmed up and she attacked him because she also realized that, like, his goal was to get rid of all of these monsters, including the ones that killed her parents. And she was like, you know what? I got this. She didn't even need to be ordered anymore. She just did it. She yeah. did what she had
0: to do. And there was also that whole thing where um, she is a Demi-Human, and so her parents had always told her that, you know, the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero from previous generations was always fair and kind to the Demi-Humans. So, I think that's another reason why she was also like like that, because he treated her the same as anyone else, yeah. pretty much. <laughs>
1: Like, he took her to a place where they didn't even serve them humans. And he just walked right in.
0: Because he's already hated. He's kind of like... I love his attitude of, I dare you not to serve me. I dare you. know? I dare you to discriminate against me. And everybody else... The thing about it, everybody in there just went with it. They didn't mess with them. Yep. But, anyway. Enough about that. If you haven't started the Rising of the Shield hero, this would be a really good time to get in on it. Because... Again, there were only two episodes in this season. It comes out on... What day? Does it come out?
1: Uh, It comes out on Wednesdays.
0: On Wednesdays. So, totally worth the watch. Like, it's a little a little dark, a little grimy, but if you're like me and you like flawed characters, this is definitely the way to go.
1: Oh, you said dark. I think The Promised Neverland is probably more dark.
0: Oh, yeah. The Promised Neverland is darker, but I'm just talking about it's not... You know, it doesn't give me the vibes of, you know, Parallel World, or March to a Parallel World Rap City, or In Another World with my smartphone. Like, it's an isekai anime, but But it's it's not not as light and fluffy as some of the other stuff is. That's true. So, but it's not, over like, Overlord, because Overlord, he's the villain, but it's still, that's pretty, in my opinion, kind of light and fluffy. Mm,
1: I understand. But moving on to The Promised Neverland, um, episode two, we watched it this week. (laughs) <laughs> we're just really sneezing today you guys um The Promise Neverland episode 2
0: y'all heard him not say bless you right bless you thank you I'm sorry <laughs> like, can I get my blessings too
1: yeah of course thank you um
0: sorry okay Yeah.
1: yeah The Promise Neverland episode 2 so <laughs> I hope that you guys watched episode 1 because it was great if you haven't watched episode 1 just fast forward about five minutes um because I don't really want to ruin this for anybody yeah but it's the problem neverland is great
0: okay it's fantastic like I am probably gonna try to fit into my schedule to read the manga because oh my gosh it's so good
1: the suspense the
0: suspense okay so all the you-
1: tension in the show is just like awesome
0: so assuming that at this point if you're still listening to the podcast you've seen episode one of the promised neverland or you heard our previous episode not the special but our actual previous episode 23 where we talked about the first episode of the promised neverland okay we're assuming that you're you have that basic knowledge i don't
1: think we actually said anything said much about it last week because okay. we don't want to spoil anybody.
0: Either way, I, we're not taking that 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 mindset. I'm totally about to spoil this for you. All right, so the promise neverland. You have the orphans. You have mom. You have her. It's it's dark. Okay, and basically you have the trio. Of course, there's always a trio. That's what I'm realizing. There's three always three is like, the magic number. Three is the magic number. All right, you have Emma, Ray, and Norman. Right. Emma has very quick physical high physical abilities and the ability to learn quickly. Norman is incredibly smart and he lear- picks up on things real quick. He's a genius. He's a genius. And Ray is He's super cool. intellectual. Yep. Right? And so basically one of the one of, in the first episode one of the little girls, her name is Connie she gets quote unquote adopted and it's time for her to leave the orphanage. She goes to the gate. But Connie has this little bunny called Little Bunny, and she leaves it. So, Emma and Norman seeing this, they're like, oh, well, they should still be at the gate. We can go take her, her bunny. So, they go down there. When they get there, shocker, Connie is dead. um, And there are monsters, and they basically find out that the orphanage is just a human farm. Think vampires, except worse. They're raising the humans as food. And basically... From the ages six to twelve, they can get shipped out. and they take tests constantly. And in episode two, they they basically deduce that. The reason they have to take all these tests is because once you hit six, you're able for the you're able to be eaten. And the dumber you are, the worse you do on the test, those are the ones who get shipped out first. Emma Ray and Norman are the oldest kids there because they always consistently get the highest scores on the test. And basically, they're like, Prime grade A beef, you know, yeah. think veal compared yeah. to dollar store beef. All yeah. right. And so they know this. In episode two, they clue Ray into it because they're. Psh, Emma, well, well, Emma Ray Norman,
1: already figured out that something was going on. Something so, was going on. So but, Ray just was just like, look, just just tell me what's, what's, what's going? going
0: on. But Emma and Norman, they were already like, okay, we got to get out of here. Emma, the only thing I don't like is Emma's like, we have to save everybody.
1: Yeah, and the other two are really smart and they know that's completely unrealistic.
0: Unrealistic. And the thing that I like about this is because again, this is only the second episode, you guys. And Ray, and these are kids. 12-year-old kids. Not 12, 11, because they haven't turned 12 yet. Because you get shipped out when you turn 12. 11-year-old kids, right? Facing this giant reality that one, we're on a farm. Two, the mother, person who's been protecting us, who we call mom, has been... Feeding us to these monsters and has been raising us with for the sole intent for them to eat our brains. Okay? okay? And then they see their friend, their little, essentially their little sister, dead and rotting in the back of a cart, right? And they're like, okay, let's make a plan. Let's do this, let's do that. And they just take it and stride and they keep going. And I'm just like, yo. But then I like Ray. I feel like Ray is about to be my favorite character. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Ray was like, Look, I'm not dumb. Y'all said that y'all went to go drop off her bunny. Y'all, you came back empty handed, but you said that you were unsuccessful. And then you've been acting strange since you've been back. You haven't been talking to me. Y'all been sneaking out. Not unconscious what's going on. And they basically clue him in. Yep. Right? And the first thing Ray says is if it's the three mm-hmm. of us, we,
1: we can escape.
0: It. That's not a problem. But Emma's
1: and like, no. No,
0: we have to save everybody. Emma. He's like, are you dumb? There are 37 <laughs> of us, and most of them are under the <laughs> age of six. How <laughs> are we going to get them out of here? Yep. And she's like, I don't know. We're going to figure something out. We can do anything, yada, yada, yada. Nonsense. But what I like, too, is that Norman was like, Ray and Norman, I guess they're friends, right? They're best friends. And Ray is like, you have to talk some sense into her. Norman's like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm not, though. Like, not she says though. she wants to save everybody. We're going to save mm-hmm. everybody. And Ray's like, what is wrong with you? And Norman's just started like, I like her. Like, but that's like, what I she like wants her wants and I want to make
1: her happy. So, I mean, I know it's unrealistic. Right? And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this alone. But, you know, y- hey. Hey.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. it is. It is what it is. I think my favorite part of this episode after that, that whole, like, bro-ship exchange where he's based- Ray's just like, you're dumb. Both of you are just dumb, and Norman's like, She's dumb, so I'm dumb too. And after that, Ray's like, You're trying to build a boat out of mud that's not gonna work. And then Norman claps back with the, But if you bake mud, it turns it hardens and it turns into a vessel that will float. And I was just like, Oh, okay. He's like, So we're gonna make a boat out of mud and we're gonna make it float. And it's just like, I, I'm actually really hype about this. If
1: yeah, so that's the promise neverland it's great it's oh, awesome and mom
0: is an enemy that realization on their face
1: yeah that that she's an enemy and then the cliffhanger at the end
0: there's a second it's... adult you guys they
1: brought in another adult and, like the suspenseful moments in this anime are awesome it is it, it's, it's it's crazy I but, could talk
0: about this for a long time too, so we're gonna
1: go on. Yeah, we're gonna move on. Uh, hopefully, we didn't go too much over those five minutes. So hopefully, nobody fast forward five minutes got those spoilers. But...
0: Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, y'all.
1: It's all good. Um, let's uh move on. Uh, Daroro. row that Amazon anime that we're watching.
0: Okay, oh. so it's good. But let me tell you, I'm not as hyped for it as I am for the other two.
1: Oh, meaning it.
0: But it is really,
1: really, really good though. It's, it's it's really interesting.
0: It is. And in this last episode, so we've already figured out that, you know, hit we, we got a name. I think his name is Hai I Hai don't, Hai.
1: Honestly, I don't he know. He gives
0: his name in this anime because yeah. the last anime we didn't have a name for him. We just knew Last the
1: episode, not last anime?
0: That's anime. Good <laughs> Lord. Okay. Last
1: episode, we didn't even have a name for our main character. So, but now we do have a name for our main character. And
0: we've also met the blind priest who we saw in the first episode. He came back in the second episode. And basically, we're starting to, to,
1: to understand, understand how they can see and fight these demons even though they cannot see. Literally.
0: Yeah. And we also have another character who can talk because, you know, just having... Dororo talked to this guy who cannot see or hear him or talk back to him. Like you can only go so far. I mean,
1: this guy just got skin.
0: He literally just got skin, he, and then
1: he didn't get any new uh, body parts this episode. Even though he, he did, did.
0: So. at the end, that was a cliffhanger for this episode because he started having that reaction, but we don't know what it is that he gained. Mm-hmm. But he killed one of the demons because we also see that the father from the first episode who made the the pack with the demons. He's sending somebody to go to the temple to figure out what's going on. I think it's called the Temple of Hell, actually. That's a very ominous
1: name.
0: I don't know why anybody would go in. Yeah. I'm not walking into a temple of hell. Me neither. That
1: sounds like a very bad idea.
0: It sounds like a horrible idea.
1: Yeah, but uh, we'll keep watching the row, row and um, we'll let you know how it goes. Um, Alright, next up is one that we weren't sure we were going to jump on, but once we started it, you watched the first two episodes and caught back up with it. Um, Domestic Girlfriend.
0: Yes! Okay, so... I'm probably more hype about this than Mr. Otaku is. That's just because it's... I would count it as a slice of life anime. It is,
1: it is a slice of life anime, but when I read the description, I thought it was going to be interesting. Because I'm going to actually put it on the list. Yeah. Because, you know, I thought it would be interesting. I thought it was worth giving at least the first episode. And we both watched it and we both liked it. So we're going to have a slice of life anime in our, uh, in our, uh, winter 2019 lineup.
0: Yep. So basically domestic girlfriend, um, you have this guy, his name is not Fuji, right? In the first episode, he's with his friends and they go to a mixer because you know, they're high school guys. They want to meet the, they want to meet girls. So they go to a mixer and they're having a good time, whatever, of course, one of the girls steps out to the side, and she's like real quiet. So he's like, "Are you having a bad time?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. She's just like, "No, I'm fine." And she's then all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, you want to sneak out of here?" And so they leave, and she takes him back to her house, which is completely empty, and then just straight up hits him with the question, "Do you want to have sex with me?"
1: Yeah.
0: And he's just kind of like, "What?" But of course he's like a high school guy, so he doesn't turn down the offer. And that's how the first, anim- it, the first episode starts out. Mm. Fast forward, we learn that not so well one has a super huge crush on his teacher, and she's like a young teacher. Yeah. So it's not like a weirder. I mean, it, it's, it's, Still it's 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 weird. a student teacher thing, so it's weird. But it's not weird that he has a crush on her because she's like he's like an older student, probably about to graduate, and she's a young first year teacher. So the Secondary, age gap, I
1: think.
0: Well, they've known each other for a year. Yeah. So, second year teacher, but still. So, the age gap isn't that huge, but it's a student-teacher thing.
1: Yeah, whatever. and she's not, she doesn't have any reciprocation for his feelings or anything like that. No, we can it's, tell. He does get
0: special treatment.
1: He does get special treatment, but, like, it, he's it's still one-sided. Like, she, she toys with him, basically. Yeah, like, she's
0: friendly, probably more so than a teacher should be as a previous teacher, I can kind of vouch for that. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, she doesn't cross the line. Like she has her own life outside of work. She's not meeting up with him or anything. She's just friendly with her students or whatever. But um, moving on, basically what happens is, his dad gets remarried. And of course, the woman that he's marrying has two daughters. One of them is his sensei. The other one is the girl he slept with.
1: Yeah. So now he's sisters with both the girl he slept with and the teacher he has a crush on. Yep. And they're all living in the same house now.
0: Because for whatever reason, Mr. Or, or Mrs. adult teacher still lives at home with her mom and moves in with her mom and her new husband. Yep. And Yeah. It's awkward and it's strange, but basically, I like it because the teacher, she's like like a 20-something adult. She doesn't have her life together. She goes to work. She comes back after work. She She drinks. She drinks. She's a heavy drinker. Gets completely drunk. Lays around. Is totally relaxed at home. And, like, I kind of appreciate the fact that even though, you know, she's a teacher, she still tries to make Fuji feel or not so well feel comfortable while he's at home. He's like, She's like, basically like, you know, we're siblings now while we're at home. You don't have to call me Sensei. Just call me, what's her name? I don't know. I can't remember. Something me. Like Nissan or whatever. And then I also like how the other sister, Rui, the one he slept with, she's just kind of like, okay, that happened for experience sake, but we're going to um, pretend like this never happened because we're siblings now. If you want to tell your dad about it, that's up to you. Like, your decisions are your decisions. Yeah. And there's just, like, this comfortable relationship that they have. Because, I mean, when you sleep with somebody, you kind of have a relationship with them whether you want to or not. Yeah.
1: And, like, for her, it's just, like, it's, like, no big deal at all. But for... But for, for him, him, it's just like.
0: He's like, how do you expect me to just forget, forget it about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you keep flaunting it and throwing it in my face. Like, yeah. Because at the end of the second episode, like, she's taking a bath, but she needs to talk to him. So she's like, just come in here. You've and so they're both just. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you've already seen me. You've already seen there all there is to see. Just come in the bathroom. And so they're both just sitting there naked, having a conversation in the bathroom. So that's why I think it's interesting because he's, like, a regular guy and it's not a a regular situation. It's not. But it is highly entertaining. It is. I will say that.
1: I found it very amusing.
0: And I like how his friend, like, his friend is not encouraging him to pursue this at all. He's like, okay, so first your crush was your teacher, right? Now she's your teacher and your sister. I think it's time you called it quits.
1: Yeah, this is uh... (laughs) a... (laughs) This is it. This is it. I'm sorry, guys. The
0: odds are too stacked against you. Yeah. You know? Like,
1: like, it was bad before, but now it's just like, yeah. It's impossible.
0: Yeah, and his friends know that something is going on because...
1: Yeah. He's kind of, yeah. like,
0: reserved. That's the feel that I'm getting. Like, he's, like, this dorky, reserved person. And now, all of a sudden, like, he's just super comfortable with this girl. This girl that he snuck off with from the mixer that he says that mm-hmm. nothing happened. happened with. Oh, now she's just at school. Now she's talking about, oh, mom left your lunch on the table. Now they're sneaking off to go have these private conversations, conversations and at stuff. School. But yeah. nothing happened. Lies. Lies. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. So that, that was cool,
1: too. Yeah. Well, like give Domestic Girlfriend a try. I, uh, we found it very entertaining, and we're going to keep watching it.
0: For sure. All right. And now it's time for a friendly ad break. <laughs> and now that our friendly ad break is done.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, Dragon Ball Super Broly. We went. We watched the movie. It was great. Um, we already talked about it on a special episode of the podcast. So if you didn't see it uh well didn't listen to it rather (laughs) uh we're not a
0: youtube video you guys
1: (laughs) go back and listen to it um we had uh, our friend mo on the podcast again and we talked all about the movie so if you like dragon ball super brawly if you've seen the movie whatever go listen to it it was uh it was a lot of fun yep
0: and then the last thing that we watched we watched attack on titan season three um, we were a little late to the party you know it, season 3 has been done for a while but we went back we yeah. benched it we benched all 13 episodes in a night it was dope it was really good yeah. um, I like that we got this like backstory about Levi and I think my favorite part if you follow us on Twitter then you know that there are certain parts that we really just enjoyed because we tweeted about it yes we did but um, my favorite part has to be like when Levi, when well, Armin is like torn up over having just oh, killed somebody. Yes. And Levi is basically like, okay, so you're a killer. Your hands are soaked in blood. You're not a good person. That's just what it is. And but you you'll know never what? be the
1: same.
0: You're never going to be the same. We're never going to go back to that happy, happy-go-lucky, hunky-dory type life. That's done. Over. Finito. Bye. Right, and then uh, Mikasa is like—is it Mikasa or Misaka? I think it's Mikasa. I can't remember. I can't remember the girl who's obsessed with with I don't Aaron. I say Mikasa. No,
1: Mikasa. I don't know. Mikasa? Mikasa. That sounds right. I know Mikasa. I
0: don't know who? Talk about girl with the red scarf who's in love with Aaron, and Aaron's like oblivious to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So and everybody else knows it, but that's, that's another thing. Mikasa pops into the conversation, and she's like, "Why would you tell him that?" And, and Levi is basically like, because it's the truth. But you know what? If you hadn't done it, he, Jonathan, he looks at him. He's like, Jonathan would have been a corpse on the back of a cart. So thank you.
1: Yeah, he was, was like, because you pulled that trigger, everybody in our squad is still alive today.
0: And it's just like when he puts it in terms like that, it's like you realize that this is war for them. It's not just, oh, the Titans on the outside of the wall. Like, like that's, now they're fighting people. Now they're fighting people. And I also love like right after that, you know, Jonathan speaks up and he's like, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have hesitated. I, you told us to kill people and we signed up to protect people and to fight Titans. You know, I just thought you were wrong for telling us to do that. But I see now that I was wrong and you were right. And Levi is just like, what are you talking about? I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. My moral high ground is shot to hell. <laughs> and he's just like, I told you to do what was necessary.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And that kind of spin on it, it's just like...
1: Like, look... That's real. I, like, I don't know what's right or wrong. All I know is how to live and to help you stay living. So that's that's what my orders are for, basically, is what he was saying to him. Like, hey, you want to live? Do what I say. You don't do what I say, you might live, you might not. All I can tell you is the best way I know
0: how to do it. Yep. And now it's just like... I love the the my favorite thing about the attack on Titan as a whole is just the fact that it, it's it's a war for them and some the people within the walls don't don't realize that it's a war or really what's going on behind the scenes and it, they have it's a military too so they have rules and they have guidelines they have commanders and they, there's politics involved and it's more than just let's go out and kill the Titans it's so much more than that. And I like that in this season, particularly, we have to question, we see them have to question the, the morality of what they're doing. Like, we fight Titans. That's what we signed up to do. That's why we went to scout training. That's why we went through all the training that we went to. And now we're finding out that not only are our comrades Titans, Titans are people, and we're killing Titans, but you know what? Now we're turning around, we're killing people within the walls, too. And we're killing people in the military who are supposed to be fighting with us and who are supposed to be our comrades. And now we're having to pull our swords and our blades and our guns against them. You know?
1: Yep. So it's just like, and there are so many crazy things going on. And,
0: and then we get...
1: The there. whole plot with the king and the false king and the real king and where Aaron's powers came from, the backstory about his father. You know, it was like, there was a lot of okay. knowledge dropped in these chapters, but... Kind of like the last two uh, seasons of Attack on Titan, it really gave you more questions than answers, Answers. you know?
0: And then my biggest, I guess, problem with this is, one, you know, Aaron wasn't really in this season, because for the most part of the season, he was, like, captured and locked up. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... The other thing that I don't really like is we still haven't got to this freaking cellar that they keep teasing us with. The key to the cellar. The key to the cellar. What's in the cellar? You know, we still haven't gotten there yet. And I'm just like, yeah, what's in the cellar?
1: Still haven't answered season one questions. And we're right. on season three now. Yeah. But,
0: but I mean, um,
1: that's not always a bad thing. It's just you want to get to those answers. And waiting for another season to get to it is kind of like,
0: ah. But I will say this. Because... I was at this point when they were in that underground temple and Historia was with her dad. When she was like, I'm going to kill Eren and I'm going to become a Titan and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that because it's my duty. Y'all y'all can verify this with Mr. Otaku. I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Oh, she went off, guys. Like, I mean, she went off. She went postal. I was so mad because I'm like, we have all of these great characters. We have all of this multi-motivational, I've got character and backstory and plot points and building up. And then we go into this basic anime trope of I'm going to do this because my dad told me. And I was it's just funny. like, bruh, you don't even, you don't know, even know your dad. He lit- your mom didn't even like you. Anybody could have showed up and been like, I'm your dad and you could have believed it. You know, like what?
1: He only came to you because the rest of his other five children died.
0: Right. And I'm like, he's your dad. But where was he when you were living by yourself out in the middle, out in the sticks working on a farm while the rest of his family was living in what I'm assuming would be relative comfort? He didn't care about you. But now that they're gone, he showed up. But that's beside the point. I was like, you don't know this man. He's telling you to turn into a titan. He's talking about how you're going to be a god and how it's a great honor. And I'm just kind of like, if it's such an honor, why is he trying to get you to do it? And he's had this syringe the whole time, you know? And then I'm like, you're going to turn on Aaron. Aaron, your only friend, pretty much, since old girl up and left. And you're doing all this for the sake of duty? Bro, you didn't even have a duty up until 10 minutes ago. So I don't understand how you could just like flip like a switch. But I will say that... One, I appreciate because Kenny came up and he basically said that exact same thing to her. Like, you don't even know this man, Mm -hmm. you know? And And she
1: snapped out of it. And and she
0: snapped out of it. And, oh, she grabbed Kenny's barrel of the the barrel of his gun and she held onto it like she was some civilian. And I'm like, bro, you are in the military. You are a trained scout. You know, that's not how you handle a gun. But then she, you know, went back to her roots and just straight shoulder through her dad. Yeah which was nice yeah it led
1: to some interesting moments and it was it was fun and i mean we watched 13 episodes in one night so obviously we thought (laughs) it was good um i heard the manga is supposed to be ending sometime soon in like the next year or so so i don't know depending on how long it takes for this anime to come out with more episodes and new seasons we might uh we might read it eventually especially now that we have the shonen jump uh
0: yeah so i might try to read a little bit more manga now that i have a little bit more time but right now i'm just like focused on reading one piece and the next thing is going to be the promised neverland so maybe i'll get to attack on titan but it's not high up on the list it's just not yeah not yet not yet but um oh and the last thing about attack on titan that i really liked is the fact that aaron finally accepted the fact that he's not special and that he can't win the war by himself you know, it's like hes he still needs everybody else. Everybody has a role to play. And even Levi and the Mikasa and the king and the queen and everybody else. Like, it, it takes everybody to fight the Titans. And him turning into one and being able to control it, okay, yeah, that's great. But you're still just one Titan among many. You know, you can't take out the colossal Titan. You can't take out the armored Titan and you know those people they were your friends and you're you're just not on that level so it takes everybody but i'm done that was my last little spiel
1: yeah i just want to say one last thing too i really like how they actually got into like the lore of how the titans are like made you know how Mm -hmm. titans go from being you know like a regular titan to a titan with intelligence you know and being able to transform back into their human form I thought all that stuff was really interesting and I'm a sucker for stuff like that like how does this work you know and I I really enjoy that part of Attack on Titan but um and
0: I love how they explain it it's super complicated but at the end of the day it boils down to they ate someone yep that's what it is -hmm. yep it's not not complicated they ate someone who was intelligent enough to um turn them into human hmm conundrums Alright, you guys. Um, That's it for everything that we watched this week. Next week.
1: Yeah, that's everything that we watched this week. Um, Next week, we're going to continue watching all of our weekly anime. We're going to continue with One Piece. We're going to continue with Black Clover. Continue with The Rising of the Shield Hero, The Promised Neverland, Dororo, Domestic Girlfriend. Um, However, we did first episode, Grimms Note the animation. Um, we're dropping it. Not we're not going to watch it. Nope. Um, Honestly, we don't even feel like it's worth talking about. If you have different opinions, keep them to yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if
0: you liked it, you could tweet at us about why you liked it, but um,
1: no. It would have to pull a, continu- a complete 180, like different story, different place, different characters, different author, before we'd be willing to uh, watch episode number two, let alone the rest of it. Um we'll watch the episode. No, we only we watched did. one That episode.
0: was only the first episode?
1: Yes, all that garbage was one episode. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um next week, um we plan on trying to watch Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Um it's a slice of life. Um it should be interesting, so that's we're, we're going to give it a try.
0: Uh, all right, you guys. So if you've listened to the podcast this far, we're going to do something new here because we want to we want to talk to you guys. Is that okay? That's okay, right? Yeah.
1: Is it okay with you guys? We'll is see. It? We'll find we'll out. We'll find
0: out. So we are starting something new this week on the podcast. And it is called Dun da.
1: Anime question of the week.
0: Woo! <laughs> 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 Alright. So the way this works is we have a question for you guys. And after we share this podcast episode, we'll pin the question to our profile on Twitter. And if you have the answer to it, retweet it with a comment and the first three people to get the answer right will
1: give you a shout out on the podcast on next week.
0: Yeah, see Mr. Otako is missing his cues to jump in. This was supposed to be like nice and smooth and fun, but he missed his cues.
1: I, I honestly I thought you were just gonna do the whole thing. We've never done this part. This before, is new you guys.
0: It's
1: not like we anyway, don't rehearse this stuff. We don't. It's
0: all off the cuff. All off the cuff. All off the, all off the top of the dough.
1: All right. Straight off the dome.
0: <laughs> All right. So, the anime question for this week what are scars on the back? <laughs> if you have the answer, retweet, retweet our question with the full phrase, and we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast episode. All right.
1: I think that's pretty much it. That's it. Yep.
0: All right. So, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. If you liked it, please subscribe and then go tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, please make sure that you follow us on Twitter at I'dRatherAnimate and check us out at I'dRatherAnimate.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided you'd rather anime with us. Until next time, peace. Out. Right? Now she's your teacher and your sister. I think it's time you called it quiz. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. My moral high ground is shot to hell.
1: Straight off the dome.
0: So like, can we watch some anime now?